Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You've been photographed for a magazine, Bob, but you've chosen to wear what looks like your granddad's pyjama top. I bought it last night um, on my way back home, thought I'd right. treat myself. I'm feeling a bit down in the dumps because right. I got fucking walloped by the rain yesterday. Yeah, were you outdoors, were you? I was outdoors for 20 minutes and it yeah. was 20 minutes of the most torrential rain the right. UK has ever seen. Right. hit me full on, so I, I thought it was treat... deliberate, an act of God, perhaps. Well, there was only me getting wet as far as I could see. <laughs> it was just a, a little cloud above you, yeah. drenching you. And you went and bought that as a... So I got off the train at my train railway station, Yeah. said hello to Fat Controller, mm-hmm. you know, and thanked him for his wonderful service. Mm. Crossed the road to the British Art Foundation. I was going to say, it does reek of charity shop. Now, on my way to the um, tra- to the train, I'd popped in there, I'd seen this shirt and I thought to myself, I'm 50-50, but if it's still here... When I get back from <laughs> London, yeah, London, yeah. I'll buy it. Amazed that it wasn't snapped up in that time, because <laughs> you could have. What you could have done was you could have um, asked them to keep it back for you behind the counter because they'll do that. No, I was letting fate decide whether oh, yeah. it was the shirt for me. Right. I mean, I feel like duty bound to uh, describe it now. It's what um, bro is that brown? It, it, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a milk it's a, chocolate it's a, a brown. variety of browns. It's milk chocolate when it's got when it's got that whiteness on it. When it's been left out in the sun. With a white stripe, <laughs> a got, yellow stripe, a gold stripe. It's got all the browns together. Triple X, 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 fastened up as well there. Do you like it? <laughs> yeah, you do. Do you want a name, Andrew? <laughs> oh, we started. Show. Yeah, There's do you want a name? going on already. Yeah, go on then. What about Ken Barrier? Oh, legi- that's interesting. You are. I've got a similar name. Really? Yeah. Ken Barrier, logistics manager for Ross's Frozen Fuds, yeah, who've been serving battered cod and the like yeah. for, uh, for a good while now. Right. Serving the community. That, that's reassuring, <laughs> a good while. He once set fire to a air stack that belonged to Brad Pitt, so that's a bit of backstory for you. Yeah. Fancy it? It's all right. Is that the only one? No, you can have Yasmin Urquat Hogg. Ooh. Posh lass with a Hitler moustache, yeah? <laughs> and she gets her kicks throwing mice at bells. What do you think of that? No. No? No, nah, wrong for so many reasons. Okay, run the hot dogs then. Run the hot dogs. Well, you can be Ken Kicky Doors, if you like. Yes, please. Uh, already, yeah. <laughs> you want to know why? What he's about? Well, he kicks doors, I hope. He goes around the estate and he kicks in one front door each night, 9pm. Yeah. He says he's got a letter from the SES that allows him to do it, but no one's ever asked to see it. Okay. Well, so you he wouldn't, just carries would you? on. Mate, wouldn't, would you? Not, not when he's kicked your door in. Uh, there's the invisible toddler. Yeah. Uh, he's actually an invisible man, but he crouches down. Yeah. And then there's press twice for spice, press thrice for shite. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. yeah that yeah. could be a name you could have, or it could also be a mission statement. Yeah, it could be a mission later statement. Date. Or it could be, didn't you give me something like that as a prescription from a, a doctor? Or a... Doctor, you need some seeds. So what would he be called if you put doctor in front of him? Doctor, press twice for spice, press thrice for shite. 
<laughs> and all well, I've got You is, know I've got anal problems. I'm going to get the Uranus later on. I've got oh, a list of things you. to talk about. Uh, all I know about him is he's part man, part machine. That's yeah. all you need to know. I'm eating again, I hope. Yeah, good. please don't. I've got one bit of fish no, left. Well, well, let's just stop while you eat it, shall we? Because the, the feedback... Was bad. And I'm being polite when I say that, was, was horrific last time. Mm. So we're here in Soho in brand new studios. We've never been here before and it's very swanky, isn't it? Yeah, I hope their sound quality's good. Yeah. That's the main thing, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. So um, I came down Carnaby Street again. Did you? When we were here. Did uh, you whistle? I did a little tune, yeah. When you walk down Carnaby Street, you never know what you might see. An ice cream van selling tractor parts being driven by a chimpanzee. Oh, there we are. Mm. That's what I that saw really did evoke. Street. Take me back to the yeah. mid sixties. Yeah, Eddie well, you were wearing a shirt today, which looks like it come from the nineteen sixties. You're going to want the shirt. Psychedelic. Off me then. It's like psychedelia mixed with uh, shit. My wife wanted me to ask you: Have you got um, tit tats? No, nothing. Nothing. I've got blank tits. Do you fancy a tit tat? Nah, never thought about it. Mild and bitter or something. I'm trying to reduce them. I'm trying to lose a bit of weight. I bet yours are full of the most delicious deep bronze I've doing, cream. I've been doing the, uh, the chest press at the gym, which squeezes them together, yeah. and they squeak as they push against each oh, other. Nice. It's nice. It's a bit nice like, rhythm. Being been one of the older uh, railway carriages. A little bit, yeah, rhythmic, rhythmic squeaking. Yeah. That would be an amusing scenario, because, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, I like unusual incidents. You do. And uh, this hasn't happened, but it would be an unusual incident if you were on a carriage of a train, yeah, yeah? And there was a really annoying squeak. Yeah. And you didn't know that you were sat right at the back of the carriage. Yeah. So you search high and low only to find out it's Andy's tits are squeaking. Yeah. And it's not British Rail's fault. No. Or lack of maintenance can't, can't of the carriage. Get, uh, you can't get a compensation claim to put in. I would like to, me. if I may. I taped um, the latest episode of Celebrity Footballer's House with Martin. From oh, good. Homes Under the Habit. Good. So, uh, can I play that? Press play, yeah. Okay. Ma, 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 Martin. Do, do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. You can join in, Andy. Ma, 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 Martin. Martin. Do, do, do. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, Martin. Martin. Tin, tin, tin. Well, hello, boys and girls. Today I'm at the home of Mr. Phil Jones, who plays for the United Footballers of Manchester Club. As you can see, it's a detached house, mainly constructed from brick, but with a roof made out of what would appear to be pie crust. Most unusual, a little bit different, but I like it. Yeah! <laughs> Martin? Hello, I'm Martin from Mobs Under the Hammer. You must be Phil. It's Phil Jones's house. Did I say that? You mentioned that, yeah. yeah. Right, Phil Jones, you've got to help me with this one. It's, Phil Jones is a little bit like... It's Charlie. Uh, right. Yeah. right, hello, Charlie Marty. Phil Mom's on to Hammer. It reek greatly to meet you. Come on in, you know. Well, this is a lovely open hallway with a feature staircase to the first floor. What's this flooring? It seems very different. Uh, thank you. Thank you! Uh, it, it's uh, cold poured pancake batter 
buffed to a sheen that with egg white it's really dad wearing and the uh, smell reminds me of my mum's wardrobe, you know, where I used to hide when I was a kid. That's an unusual hidey hole. Almost terrifyingly sad and disturbing, but I do like it. And I assume this is the lounge. Can you describe it to the listeners? Thank you. Yeah, right, gravely, it's based around my bedroom and I wear a nipper. The sofa folds up into a cot. The paintings on wall are scenes from Teletubby. Are grooves in flora for playing with my Thomas tank engine trains. That big mushroom thingy ate my night and my nightlight. That's unusual. And if you don't mind me saying it's a little bit different, but I like it. Thank you. Shall we go upstairs? Uh, can't can't go upstairs. Uh, never go upstairs. That's very unusual. Why not? Because uh, a monster. You've got a monster upstairs. I don't believe you. Well, I've got a monster. Some more fool you. What? You've actually seen it? No, but I heard it. Make gurgling, clanking sound. Might be just your radiators need bleed bleeding. Haven't got any radiators. The monster ripped them out. Fair enough. Very unusual sight these days. Your actual house monster. But I've always liked them. Thank you. Right, this must be the kitchen. I see you've got a child's plastic oven and kitchen set. How cute is that? Is it your daughter's? No, that's what I, I cook on you, silly half papers. No, come on, Phil, that's ridiculous. They're just toys. They're not toys. My mum said so. She said, I'm very grown up and I can cook on them as good as a proper grown up chef. Most unusual. Thank you. But I like it. Well, thank you for showing me your house. Before I go, can I just ask, is your roof actually made of pie crust? Yet eat pork, pie crust, lard, water, eh, flour. I thought so. A little bit different. I like it a lot, a lot, a lot. Are you not worried that the monster will eat through it, though? No, Mum said monster only eats kids. Oh, standard monster, then. Thanks for having me, and good luck. Thank you! So I'll press stop, yeah? Stop now, yeah. There you yeah, are. stop. So, did you think that was a good episode, or...? It was up there with the others. Yeah? Yeah, high standard, high quality, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you were being a little bit sarky then. No, no, I enjoyed it. You enjoyed it? Yeah, I enjoyed the monster and the reference to pie. Two of my uh, keen interests there. You're very keen on yeah. monster-sized pies, aren't you? Would you... Oh, before going any further, it was your birthday recently, wasn't it, Bob? Was it? Wasn't it? 23rd of May. Oh, yeah, not so yeah. not so long ago. I saw some people celebrating and wishing you happy birthday and that. Um, I got you a little present, and it's a couple of sachets of sweetener that I got from the travel lodge last oh, night. All right, thank you But I much. forgot to bring them. You forgot. Oh, well, so, never mind. They'll probably be next, still there next, next week, time. Whenever I go to another one, I'll get them and bring them in next time. So something to look forward to for you there. Oh, well, it's a thought that counts. Hey, I was, you know, I like unusual incidents and that. I've already yeah. mentioned. Someone tweeted me to say that they bought a copy of my Gone Fishing book, yeah? Right. And then the rain started walloping, yeah? Yeah. And they protected it with a packet of ham slices oh, right. over it, like as a ham brally, you know what I mean? That must have been a big packet of ham slices. I agree, but you still get big packs, don't you? You do, yeah. Um, so I thought that... If I'd seen that, I could have said oh, it was an unusual incident. Yeah, but you're relaying it via Twitter. Um, That's nice. Thank you very and much. And a nice little plug for your book there as well. <laughs> well done. 
went to Stockholm. I did tell you, didn't I? I saw you on the telly. In Stockholm? No, that wasn't Stockholm. Where were you? Somewhere else? Hamburg. Like Hamburg, yeah. It's more or less identical to Stockholm. Like Gators. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Port Town, you know. It's got like shopping area, old area, hipster area, mm-hmm. efficient transport system. Yeah. And that is every European I know city, it's going already. What? Why do you think it's going? doesn't matter, carry on. Write down where you think this is going. <laughs> I haven't got a pen. Go on, get on with it. Right. Anyway... When I was in the old area of Stockholm, I found this amazing bar. Right. And me and the wife went there, three nights running. 30 craft ales on tap. Right. 300 different craft ales in bottles. Yeah. And 300, the same number, whiskies available. Did yeah. they all taste like um, juicy fruit chungle mixed with washing up liquid? No, I don't have those ones. I mean, I did, but the wife had a raspberry one, and it was delicious. Okay. Anyway, so it's all that local food. Well, you know, like um, moose, mm. reindeer, yeah. elk, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Oldie worldy place, you know. Front, uh, bar at the front, restaurant at the back. And I was there all three nights. Well, on the third night, I'm sat eating at the bar with the wife. I'm having a beef burger. Of course. Yeah. She's having some deep fried veggie balls, that kind of area. Yeah. You know, that, and. Um, possibly symbolic, possibly not. Put, Carry on. <laughs> no, Tony Fernandez. Do you believe this? The QPR chairman is on the table just behind... I do believe it, yes. Just behind the wife. Hey, Bob, have you tried the Kapushi Berry Soup? It's straight up wonderful. 15th item on the menu, the golden listing. I said, oh, no, Tony, I'm not having a burger. Do you you fancy one a couple of uh, me chips? He says, no, it's okay. I've had some cherry tomatoes already. Enjoy yourself. And I swear on my fat neck, life's too short to be a dope. (laughs) So I thank Tony for his incredible advice. Yeah. Yeah? And I'm enjoying my burger when I hear a voice behind me. Right? Uh Uh-huh. Now, if you think you know where this is going, tell me about this I'm not sure I do. You're doubting yourself now, aren't you? I hear a voice, a familiar voice behind me. Robert? (laughs) Oh, you see? Robert, is that you? It's the Alderman. (laughs) The Alderman. Yeah, and it turns out... the Alderman. He's on a business partnership, like Beanie, you know, with the Stockholm jet set councillors and all that. I said, oh, hello, Alderman. What are you doing in Stockholm? I'm on a business partnership visit, Robert, with the Stockholm jet set, Robert. I said, well, may I introduce you to my wife, Lisa? No, that's all right, Robert. May I borrow you for a moment, Robert? There's something I would like, someone I would like you to meet, Robert. So um, the wife says that's okay. Takes me through to her private dining room, Andrew. Uh-oh. Now that's evocative. I bet you've never eaten in a private. I've never eaten in a private dining room, no. Oh, just me own. One big table. That's quite private. No, but a public, public but private. Don't know what that means. I've had one. I've, there's a nice one at the Tontine near Middlesbrough. Oh, aye. Is that still open? <laughs> so he takes me through. Just one bloke sat on his own, right, eating raw herring, sweet corn. He's plump, very red in the face, and he's wearing a tight yellow long sleeve shirt. Sounds nice, doesn't he, Andy? Mm. Um, Alderman says, Robert, this is Alderman Sven Bergstrom, my counterpart over here in Stockholm, Robert. I said, oh, hello, Sven. Well, at this point, Sven gets up and I can see that he isn't wearing any trousers oh, or anything. God. And his legs are covered in some sort of, like, render or fat. Right, yeah. You no, know, it's hard to tell from the distance I yeah. am. He says, hello, Bob. 
What sexy guy? You want to make out? <laughs> I says, oh, no, that's OK. I'm absolutely fine. Robert, how dare you, Robert? How rude of you, Robert? This is Sven Bergstrom, Robert. And I promised you would have a go on him, Robert. <laughs> well, at this point, Sven stands, actually stands on the table, so his massive pink thighs are right next oh, to my face, God. yeah? I can smell the fat on his thighs, you know, and it's like quite sweet smelling, you know, like quality dripping. Yeah, yeah. A bit of sweetness Good to stuff, it. Yeah. I'm tempted. You wouldn't be, would wouldn't you? Yeah, um, but my wife's just next door, you know what I mean? Then the doorway... What happens in Sweden stays in Sweden, well, though, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but mm. it does what happens in the private dining room <laughs> stay in the... You know what? Anyway, suddenly the doorway fills up with um, some familiar faces. It's all the Alderman's cronies. Yeah. Tom Clark, Vicar Who Stinks of Bleach, mm -hmm. Susan Cooper, head of H. <laughs> <laughs> don't remember her, but yeah. <laughs> They're all there, and they start chanting. But with a twitch? He's there with his stinks of bleach, yeah. yeah. Um, lick the alderman, lick the alderman, lick the, the alderman, alderman, lick the, the alderman, alderman, lick the, the alderman. alderman. So that just gets me like in a trance, and so I mm. take a little lick just above his knee, just gently, quite cautious at first. But, you know, soon enough I get stuck right in, and I've... <laughs> so, I've cleaned off both his thighs. It's Jesus. really, really Moorish. Must have been. Yeah? Sven says, Talk on top, Bob. Use one sexy unit on Joy Stockholm. It's groovy as hell. All right, Robert. Off you go. That's all we require, Robert. He gives me a little peck on the cheek as yeah. I pass, and I go back to the wife. Right. Wife immediately says to me, What are all those little blonde hairs around your mouth? Oh. Well, of course, Andy, it's like thigh hairs and that. Yeah, I've dislodged from Sven, you know, being a bit too vigorous and that. Yeah. But I tell her the alderman made me try this pig snout dish or something. Yeah, yeah. And she seems to accept it. You get away with it. Yeah. I couldn't, anyway, in the end, I couldn't finish my burger. I was too full. You would be, wouldn't you? It was interesting that the uh, alderman was quite happy for you to enjoy the Swede. Yeah. And just, just get a little peck at the end himself. Using me, Andrew. Yeah. Pimping you out. Using sex to, 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 to get deals done, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel used? You no, feel... no, not really. No. Not really. We go back a long way. Have you seen Godzilla? What, recently, no? The movie. Oh, right. <laughs> no. Terrible. I think it's. I think it's a, like a public duty to however few people it is. Listen, Just so don't do it. Don't, don't go anywhere. I'll never be it. in a position where I watch Godzilla. Going back to that Tony Fernandez, what was that bit of life advice he gave you? Life's too short. Life's too short to be some, a dope or something. Yeah, I'm gonna get that tattooed on my tits. <laughs> Life's too short to be a dope. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Adrian Childs is Adrian Childs is Adrian Childs' homebrew kits. P is Morgan's, P is Morgan's, P is Morgan's septic tits. Nice. Do you want to do a quiz? Yeah, of course I do. It is called... Andy, do you promise me you've been fair here? You're not I'm being completely in... fair. I'm being as fair as you're being when you do them. I'm I being... do them fair. I just go, yeah. being cute, cheapest yeah. ladder. Go on, then. All right. It's called Lead Boing Quack Quack Blah Scratch Peanuts Ledge Mew Mew Give me just, just a little more time. time. Thwack Ping Dish Oh, yeah. Cha-cha-cha. This week, we go to a chain of reputable pet stores. Pets at home? I'm not going to say. Okay. Yeah, pets at home, yeah. Right, four items. These are the cheapest of each particular item. Yeah. And I want you to put them in order. High to low or low to high. It's up to you. First one. Oh, you're getting a pen and paper, are you? Yeah. Okay. Taking it seriously, yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to nail it. Shit just got real, yeah. as they say. Yeah. Right, retractable dog lead. Retractable dog lead. Yep. Reptile feeding dish. Like, you what, you expect me to know the price of reptile feeding dishes? Tables are turned, haven't they? Yeah. Don't like it, do you? Scratch post for a cat. I put that in because I know you have a cat. I've got two cats. Fair enough. And finally, a lookout ledge for a rat. A lookout ledge. A lookout ledge. Yeah, but you've included that because you thought it were quirky, not because it's something... It's just an item that they sell. A Question my ledge. motivations. A lookout look, ledge. So you look at the rat or the rat No, looks... the rat sits on it and looks out. It's like to go high up in the cage. Retractable dog lead. Retractable dog lead. Reptile feeding dish. Scratch post. Brackets cat. Lookout ledge. Brackets rat. Or actually any rodent. Doesn't have to be a rat. Um, Chinchilla. Hamster. So, Can you pick? I have no idea what a rat ledge is. I mean, it, it's, it's just a little, it's a little bit of wood. wood. It's just a little bit of wood. Like uh, you're ledge. encouraging me to think it's shit. It's a fortune, isn't it? <clears throat> it's like a 40 quid. Depends how much you value your rat, doesn't it? Well, it's, And it's happiness. <sighs> Specialist area rat product. See, you've given me so much shit over the weeks because I didn't get these right. Okay. Now the tables are turned. You don't like it. Most expensive dog yeah. lead. Second... Um, I put dog lead nine ninety nine, scratch post seven ninety nine, rat ledge four ninety nine, reptile feeder ninety nine p. Oh, so close! Fuck. Well, close isn't good enough. It isn't. I'm not happy. Retractable dog lead. You were a penny out. Ten quid. Right. Uh, scratch post cat. Eight quid. A penny out again. Yeah. Look out ledge rat. Four quid. Ninety nine p out. Um. And the reptile feeding dish was the one you got wrong. That's third, £6.50 <sighs> for a reptile feeding I did okay there. I... You didn't. You got them wrong. This is what I've done before. I've got one out of place and you go, nope, not good enough. No, so you've never there you are. one out of place. So there you are. You've played and failed at lead, boing, quack, quack, bleh, scratch, 
Peanuts! Ledge! Mewn! Mewn! Give me, me just, just a little, little more time. time! Thwack! Ping! Dish! Oh! Yeah! Cha-cha-cha! Right, well, Barry... Speaking of pet shops, we were talking about that. You know the pet shop boys? Yep. Do you reckon I'm still always on their mind? Well, I mean, it was wasn't 19- that a cover? It was 1987. They've probably forgot about me now. That's a good point, because it was Elvis Presley's song originally, wasn't it? I thought it was Dusty Springfield. Well, Elvis did it in March 1972. That was three and a half months before I was born. Right. Was he thinking about me before I was born? Maybe. He was singing it. Maybe. Might have been, don't know. Nice to know, though, isn't it? Do you think all the faces that you see in dreams are faces that you have previously seen, even if it's just you never noticed them? But you... uh, No, it's called an imagination. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you absolutely sure about that? Certain because of it. I'll fucking Google it. Certain of it. <laughs> you can't prove it. So, Andy, I will open North London again. Oh, I last week. Yeah. Um, at the um, police training college in Hendon. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was giving a, a talk about the use of drones. Oh, of course, yeah. And crowd You're control. An on that, aren't you? Hostage yeah. situations. Yes, very much so. Yes. Um, it went down very well. Is that a crime club spin-off thing you're doing? No, it's something I don't talk about it a lot. Right, well done. But military um, technology and that, Mm -hmm. and um, I'm kind of the go-to fella. Yeah. So I I went down well. I was feeling cockoop, so I thought I'd pop into Slaughter's. It's just around the corner, really. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, As I sit down, the waiter is at Adrian Lewis's table Mm -hmm. taking his order. Good afternoon to you, sir. Can I start by wishing you a very warm welcome aboard the HMS Fuck? Strap yourself in nice and tight for your ordeal and fuck off while you're about it. Oh, your tender words make my grizzled heart leap with joy. Let's hope your hot offerings are just as tender. What's going on today? What's going on today, you meaty geek gatekeeper? I'm happy to announce that Ron Craggs has once again hauled his rancid ass into our kitchen and that three ambulances have already attended the scene as a result of his methods. Oh, my test, he's just switched over positions at the thought of his meaty artistry, fog, fog, fog. What do you recommend for a starter, you mighty grizzle king? Take, if you will, a picture of pan-ruined yak drenched in bin juice that's curdled slightly while on a ship over from New Zealand. Oh, God, fuck, fuck, fuck. Just how, just how curdled is it? Six percent curdled, sir. Oh, that's some prime fucking curdling. Oh, yeah. And it's accompanied by a side dish of lightly infected puffin lips served cheekily on one of Ron's used bandages. Fuck off. No, you fuck off. Fuck, bang, fuck, clang, clang. My guts are roaring in anticipation of this fleshy bounty. Right, tell me me options for mains, you depraved grease enabler. Well, option one will send you all the way to shit town and back again in the outside lane of the M-fuck. It's volcano-roasted lumps of army wolf in an anonymous sauce dumped on a bed of spaghetti made from zebra arteries. Oh, holy fuck, I'm holy. Plate it up now, you monkey little titan. I only want to hear the second option out of politeness. Shut your fucking face, right? Because option two is a blanket of brisket that's been fried on an electricity pylon next door to a nuclear power station. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. Pile on fried cow blanket. I'll have a king-size fuck. I think I've just spilled myself all over myself. So fucking sorry about that. 
Well, just then, Ron Craggs appears out of the uh, kitchen, uh-huh. furious, yeah. as always. Yeah. What the <laughs> fucking going on here? Are you two planning a weekend away in fucking Friday? Get his fucking heart attack and start cracking with your tools and your kegels. I was just allowing the customer to explore the full gamut of our specials menu, Ron. Gamut? What the fuck? What, 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 do you, what do you fucking think? This is fucking countdown. Sorry, Ron. Anyway, fat boy, well, I'm here. Get a load of my new idea. Smoothie Tuesday. What the fuck's that when it's, you know, when it's on the pot, like... Same as yours would choose but your meat is all liquidised. You put a face mask on and it's pumped straight down your fucking neck all with extreme prejudice. Uh, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure, like, you know. <laughs> Don't fucking mimic my voice, Mr. Fucking Lewis. I've got a grant for it and it's in a roped-off area. Oh, fuck, 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 yes, count me in then. Good lad, I'll go and get a length of horse calling for your Saint Bernard to rag about in the car park. <laughs> so that's what went down, really. <laughs> I left without ordering because, to yeah. be honest with you, I don't agree with Ron Craggs' method. Understandable. Uh, private yeah. dining there, though, as well. Roped off area. Yeah, roped off. Nice. So that's like a theme, isn't it? Kinda, yeah. Hey! Hey! Oh, God. Hey! No, hang on, though. Get a load of this. Listen. Listen up. No, you listen. Hey, you'll not believe this. Do you remember that advert? Maybe it's Maybelline. Yeah. Well, it is. It is Maybelline. My brother-in-law used to work in the factory. <laughs> Very... Do you remember that advert, right? Go to work on an egg. Yeah. I tried it, and it broke. So now I go on a moped instead. Okay. Yeah. Hey. Do you remember episode 15 of Athletic Old Mids? No. When they started doing observational comedy? Oh, yeah. They're on episode 84 now. What's that about? <laughs> oh, Vince Parsnips there. Bit of Vince Parsnips. Yeah, there been a few. Uh, you didn't know that was the Alderman. Absolutely no, no chance. No, I just thought it was South Africa. Welcome to Crime Files. Jeff Pearson was an ordinary, hard-working guy living the good life in the Leicestershire village of Polesden. He'd recently take over ownership of the nonsense pottery shop on the high street, and business was solid. He was married to his childhood sweetheart, Christine, and they had two beautiful children, Ross and Rebecca. Life couldn't have been better. Then one day, in September 2018, a phone call from Ross's school set into motion a chain of events that would end in tragedy. Later that day, Jeff was seated opposite the headmaster of Ross's school, Mr Hunt. Sorry to have to call you in, Mr Pearson, but I'm afraid to say an accusation of bullying has been made against your son. Apparently he's been intimidating a lad from the year below, Neil Gray, son of the footballer Damari Gray. I don't believe it. Ross is such a gentle boy. He wouldn't hurt a fly. This, 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 this can't be right. Do you have any proof or is it just his word against my son's? I'm afraid there are several witnesses, Mr Pearson, including two members of staff. Oh, my God! 
My God, no. How could this be? Why? 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 I've read him stories about bullying and we go to church for Christ's sake. This can't be happening to lovely us. Look, Mr. Pearson, I'm willing to keep this between ourselves so long as you agree to discipline your son and meet up with the father and work it out between you. Now, I would suggest a neutral venue. Do you have a sound effect for a garden centre or a cafe? Yes, a cafe. I'll meet him at the blue teapot on the high street. <laughs> that's cafe. No, that was, was a moment, fun. wasn't it? Right. The blue cat, the blue parrot, or whatever, on the high street. Right. Sorry. <laughs> the following day, around mid-morning, Jeff Pearson was seated alone in the quiet back room of the Blue Teapot, another private dining area. Wow! Isn't that extraordinary? That's episode title. His mind was running in over uh, was running in overdriven as he searched for the right words to say. He knew he must be careful not to blame Demarius' son, but at the same time was reluctant to fully admit his son's role in the bullying. If he was lucky, Demario would speak first and he could just play it by ear. Then he felt a shadow on the doorway, and two men stood ominously over him, Demaria Gray and Jamie the Chin Vardy. <laughs> Vardy spoke first. So you must be the father of that little wanker, Ross. You do realise that the boy he's been bullying is not just an ordinary, he's the son of a premiership footballer. Your penance will need to be appropriate and visceral. Is that a threat? I suppose you're going to thrash me with that massive chin, are you? You calm down, both of you. Hello there, I'm Demoria Neilstead. Pleased to meet you. Can I get you another coffee or an ice pop? Or what about a toffee yum yum with hundreds and thousands on top? No, 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 that's okay. What's he doing here? I thought this was just between the two of us. Jamie insisted, and you know, he's a really cool guy. I'm not great at this sort of thing, but he's busting at it. Busting at it? That's how he said it. He went scouse. All right. Well, I'm not exactly happy about him being here. Surely this is a confidential meeting. And only the parents affected should be involved. <laughs> Put your hands on the table, bro. Let's just get this resolved so we can move on and drink from life's beautiful and bountiful syrups. Well, Pearson puts his hand on the table, not sure of what is expected, or what might happen next. Well, oh, what's that? Well, what ha Oh, God, that's not right. <laughs> so let's see if it's that one. No, that's a countryside. Well, but, uh, never mind. Um, it was a bone-crunching sound. Oh! Right? Well, what happened next would sicken even the most hydrated fan of crime fiction. Yeah. With one kestrel-like swoop, Vardy rammed his chin hard down onto Pearson's hand and pressed it down hard so that you could hear the bones in his hand crunching and a creaking. Ooh. Oh, my fucking Lord! What are you doing, man? In the name of every shit in the sewers, release me! That's the fucking hand I used to fashion my nonsense fucking pottery, you fucking ape! <laughs> Careful, Jamie. Every community relies heavily on its nonsense pottery. 
for gifts and whimsy, you know, bits and pieces. Shush, bro, I'm just letting the bullies pater have a sniff of what your child has been suffering. How'd you like it, nonsense, Potter? It hurts! It hurts like fucking hell! Your chin is as heavy as a blacksmith's fucking anvil! And the point on the end is as sharp as a diamond-ended fucking javelin! Release me, you fucking man of Todd! Look, just live in the moment, bro. Savour the pain and be reassured that if your son so much as even breathes near my mate's son again, the pain will be threefold and ten. Do you feel me? Yes! I said, do you feel me? Yes, I fucking feel you! <laughs> now, the moment I release the chin, I want you to run out of the bistro across the street to your nonsense pottery and bring to Mario a beautiful nonsense vase for his wife by way of reparation. Okay, okay, you're fucking go, okay, yes! Well, Jamie releases his chin and Pearson sprints out of the bistro and straight across the high street, straight into the path of an oncoming tractor. <sighs> I'll see if I've got that sound effect. I hope so. <laughs> yes, I had it. That's good. The tractor was being driven by Harry Maguire. Oh. He just got run out in front of me. I was just thinking about my early crap spuds. I didn't even have time to break. No charges were brought against Maguire but one onlooker swore that he heard him whisper to Jamie Vardy, Did I do good, boss? Did it go like you said? You know what's coming next. Crime Files. Wow. Brought to you by Atletico. Wow. Well, that was uh, something else. I mean... I'm going to get on top of this, Andy. In in about 20 episodes' time, it will be the nation's number one crime outlet. Um, I think it's top three already. Oh, no. I reckon. It's really weak. I think if everything else that you do goes tits up, there's always going to be room for you in Radio 4 afternoon play. (laughs) I was so... That voice... Fuck off! Him. Yeah. I killed him off in the first week, so I've just... I I hope people don't realise... Bring him back each week, please. It's the best thing in it. Um, TV wise, Andrew. Um, yeah, TV um, wise, what have you been watching? Well, Anything I've, good? I watched an Icelandic film on. I'm not finished it yet, actually, on Netflix called "I Remember You." Yeah. And in the first, say about I'm about 35 minutes in, I have shit myself twice. Really, really, literally. Um, have you listened? I'm going to do a couple of podcasts, Mister. Right. Um, the shrink next door. And sword, sword and scale. Yeah, sword and Never scale. Heard of them. Sword and scale's been around a bit, but it's the best introduction to hour-long slabs of um, true crime. Right. And the shrink next door is a fascinating six-part story of a, yeah. a, um, a strange psychiatrist. Right. And over the Father's Day weekend, I have a suggestion, which is you sit down with your father and watch King Kong Skull Island. <laughs> is it good? Fabulous. Better than Godzilla. Oh, and the rest. Okay. As always, it's been a pleasure, Andy. Yeah, ta-da. Ta-da. 
the secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com.